Hello and welcome to Praying on Purpose. Today is the seventh day of the month of Elul, and about a week ago we started saying Ledavid Hashem Ori, Perichav Zayin of Tehillim, every day after Shachris, and as is the prevalent custom in our community, after Mariv as well, in some communities after Mincha, and it is customary to recite this Perik of Tehillim throughout the entire month of Elul, through the Aseris Shuva, and through the entire Yom Tif of Sukkot. So this becomes a temporary appendage to our davening for close to two months out of the year, which gives us an opportunity uh, to focus on a very profound, a very beautiful Perik of Tehillim. And hopefully we have already started to reflect upon the significance of this Perik of Tehillim and try to think about how it may relate to this time of year. There is actually much to discuss about this custom in general, when it in fact originated, why we say L'David Hashem Ori, what are the various connections, the allusions to the month of Elul and Tishrei, some which appear to be a little more obvious on the surface, and some which are more implicit. But what I want to do is, rather than focus on some of those minor points, just to zoom out for a moment, and to think about the theme of this Perak of Tehillim, And hopefully that will enable us to arrive at what may seem on the surface to be the most plausible uh, explanation as to why we say this Perak of Tehillim during the month of Elul and most of the month of Tishrei. And even if it is not the reason, it may allow us to become a little anchored uh, to this Perak of Tehillim and help us focus uh, during this time of year. Uh, It's always tricky when looking at a Perak of Tehillim and trying to capture what is the message. Some have attempted to do so. There are some Sifrei Tehillim that actually try to capture in one sentence, sometimes two, but I think they really try, for those who really do this intentionally, in one sentence to try to capture the theme. What is the message? And Tehillim is, of course, very deep, and it's very profound, and it's poetic. It's difficult. It's difficult to do so. So I'm actually holding in my hand right now the Art Scroll Sefer Tehillim the Schottenstein edition, the Book of Psalms. And here they have, uh, well, it's actually two sentences, summarizing, capturing the essence of Perich Zayin. And here it goes. The house of God provides the sole island of constancy and comfort amid life's swirling waters of pain and disappointment. To dwell in it is David's constant goal. And so therefore what is being suggested over here is David HaMelech trying to help us understand that at times in life, things become very overwhelming. We can be frightened. We can be afraid. There could be forces that seem to threaten us from without and from within. And ultimately, we can find comfort and safety and support and, as it says over here, constancy in the house of God. The opening lines, Hashem ori v'yishim imi ira. Hashem is the source of my light and my salvation. Mimi ira. And if I know that, so from whom can I possibly be afraid? Hashem ma'oz chayai. Hashem is like the, the fortress of my life. And so therefore, how could I be afraid of anyone? Even if I'm facing a situation where there is a very serious military threat, and all the way through the end, we should have faith and trust in Hashem, 
and strengthen ourselves to be able to find comfort in that place. But what, on the surface, what's a little strange about the fact that we say this during the month of Elul is that the whole concept of the month of Elul is one in which we are supposed to prepare ourselves for the Yamim Noraim. The word Nora, Noraim, which means awesome, the days of awe, is of course connected to the word fear. This is a time of year in which we in fact feel overwhelmed with fear and trepidation. What is going to be? We understand that on the day of Rosh Hashanah, throughout the Aseris and Tshuva, the Tzifrei Chaim and the Tzifrei Mesim HaPesuchim, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to be judging us, our families, the community, the entire world. The Mat Ephraim quotes a Pasuk from the Navi Amos, Aryeh Sha'ag Mi Lo Yira. The Pasuk says that when a lion roars, who does not recoil in fear and trepidation? And the Mat Ephraim shares a tradition that we have, that the word Aryeh is Rosh Tevos Elul, Rosh Hashanah, Yom HaKippurim, and Hoshana Rabbah. That there is a certain yira, there is a pachad that we feel this time of year. And so therefore, what does it mean when we say, L'Devod Hashem Ori, V'yishim Mi'ira, what do you mean? This is the time of year that we are in fact preparing for the Yamim Noraim. So when considering this, we may be able to find some perspective from last week's parsha. The Torah tells us that when the Jewish army is preparing for war, and you are going to encounter a very formidable opponent, the army that is facing you, which has great might and military prowess, and they're greater than you, do not be afraid. Don't forget that Hashem is with you. And even though what you see with your eyes and when you, what you hear with your ears is very frightening, overwhelming, don't be afraid. That Hashem is going to be there with you. He walks with you. He will fight together with you. Now, as we know, the Torah goes on to say that the soldiers are prepped before battle and they are actually instructed to think for themselves, are you afraid? And if you are, in fact, afraid, Go home. You present a liability to the other soldiers over here. We do not want you to go ahead and to succumb to that fear in battle. And the question is, how is that even possible? How could any human being face an opposing army? How could you see all of the potential warfare and the threats that lie ahead of you and not be afraid? What exactly is the Torah asking of us over here? So many are aware of the fact that the Chazanish, who is known primarily for his halachic works, wrote a very, very important sefer called Emuna Ubitachon. And it is really a very foundational work in trying to explain what exactly is emuna and bitachon. And so in the Sefer, the Chazanish writes in the second chapter, and this may be actually one of the most famous passages in the Sefer, that there is a common mistake that a lot of people make when it comes to bitachon. People think that whenever I find myself in a situation and what lies ahead is unclear, I see there are sort of, I'm at a fork in the road, and I can go one way or the other way. Things can evolve one way or the other, and I don't know how things can end up. Uh, it could be that it will be beneficial to me. It could be that there'll be a positive outcome. Or, God forbid, it could be that tragedy lies ahead. So the Chazanish says that people mistakenly believe that bitachon means that I believe that things are going to work out exactly the way I want them to. I see two paths ahead. One is good and one is not good. And I'm a Baal bitachon, and so therefore I know things are going to be good the way I see them. And if I see one path ahead in which there's just doom and gloom and tragedy, so then a Baal cannot consider that as being a possibility. If I really, really have Bitachon Hashem, that I think things are going to work out exactly the way I want them to. And says the Chazonish, Ein hora'a zubi This understanding 
this characterization of bitachon is not correct. Unless you have some inside information as to what is going to be in your future, you have no idea. Who knows? Who could presume for a moment to know exactly why God does what He does? That's not what bitachon is. He says, It's to believe that there is nothing in the world that is happenstance. There is no coincidence in the world. Everything that happens in the world is coming from Him with a capital H. And so therefore, when a person encounters a situation in life in which there is some degree of uncertainty, I don't know what is going to be. I see the possibility of what appears to me to be doom and gloom ahead. Bitachon means that I know that I am in God's hands. I know that I am not an object of fate. Rather, I know that I am a subject of destiny, that God has got my back, so to speak. And so therefore, when we think about the theme of the month of Elul and Tishrei, it is true on the surface, we have a lot that we are concerned about. If you would ask me, what would I want the next year to look like for me and my family and my community and the world? So I would have some very, very specific ideas in mind. I'm looking for a year with health. I'm looking for a year with nachas. I would love for there to be comfort and prosperity. I would love for there to be spiritual and material growth. Yes, absolutely. But bitachon doesn't mean that I know that all is going to work out exactly the way I want it. Bitachon means that I know that I am in your hands, that I know that, God, you take care of me. And it could very well be that our focus on the parakel of David Hashem Ori, parakel of Zion and Tehillim throughout the month of El and Tishrei, is a way in which we can constantly, twice a day, remind ourselves that we are in Hashem's presence. Shivti bivais Hashem kol chayai. This is what I want. Acha shualti Hashem. What do I want? I want to constantly feel like I am in your presence. And ironically then, even as I am facing my impending judgment, I am coming ever so closer to the Yemei Hadin and wondering what is going to be. At the same time, I feel comforted and secure and safe in your hands. This is the paradoxical nature of the month of Elul and Tishrei. On the surface, it is fear. It is They are, in fact, the Yom and the Rayim. We don't know what is going to be. But in order to achieve a meaningful level of bitachon, one that grounds us not only this time of year, but throughout the entire year, so I don't have to know what is going to be in the future. I, can't, I don't have to know for certain what lies ahead. I just need to know that, Hashem, I am in your hands. L'david, David HaMelech teaches Hashem Ori V'yishi. Hashem is the source of light and salvation in my life. And if I believe this, and if I truly connect with this idea, so then, Mimi Ira. Hashem Oz Chayai. Hashem is the fortress of my life. Mimi Efchad. What am I going to be afraid of? When the soldier is going off to battle and sees the strong army, Am Rav Mimcha. And the Torah says, Lo Sirami Ham. Don't be afraid. Meaning, don't worry. Hashem's got you. You're in good hands. What happens needs to happen. Know that you are not in the wrong place at the wrong time. This is the theme of L'David Hashem Ori, and hopefully with this perspective, uh, and today we didn't focus so much on the details, the specific words of the entire parak of Tehillim, but hopefully with this perspective from 30,000 feet, when we look at L'David Hashem Ori, it can help us focus and develop a more clear perspective and an attitude and allow us to prepare our hearts and our minds
for the glorious months of Elul and Tishrei, hopefully bringing us ever so closer to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Thank you so much and have a wonderful day. Amen. Okay, okay.